This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Hallelujah. Okay, you can have your seats. Sit like a king that you are. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, Father, thank you. Amen. Amen. The Bible says wisdom is the principal thing, right? Get wisdom. And we thought that getting gets understanding. And there is a translation that says we thought that getting gets anointed common sense. <laughs> Hallelujah. Wisdom is the principal thing. Get wisdom. And we've been talking about wisdom, but there's a dimension I want to go this morning. Hallelujah. Remember, God's word is our wisdom. All right? Just like I explained to you that when you talk about the prophetic, we have the gift of prophecy. We have the spirit of prophecy. We have the office of a prophet. You remember? Praise the Lord. And we have the word of prophecy. Okay? So we have the word of prophecy. We have the gift of prophecy. We have the spirit of prophecy. And we have the office of a prophet. There are several streams that people have identified in the anointing. It's not a doctrine, but it's just an identification. That they are, when you say the anointing of God's spirit, there are several streams that it flows through. And when the anointing is functioning, it's operating in one of the streams per time. There is an anointing to preach. There is an anointing to teach. They are different. There is an anointing to heal. There is an anointing for deliverance. There is an anointing for prophecy. There is an anointing for favor. And there is an anointing for warfare. I will substitute warfare for wisdom. So the, when, the, when a man is ministering under the anointing of the Holy Spirit, the anointing is either helping him to preach, the anointing is helping him to teach, and this is why the purpose of a meeting is important. If a meeting is a prayer meeting, come and pray. If a meeting is a worship meeting, worship. The ministering spirit that are around when you are doing teaching meeting, they are different from the ones around when you are doing miracle service. Are you getting me? Yes, God is very organized. Amen. But it is one anointing manifesting in different ways. So when we talk about wisdom also, we are streams of the anointing of wisdom. So wisdom, uh, the Bible says, let's read that Isaiah 11. That a branch shall come from the stand of Jesse, and then the Spirit of God will rest upon him. And the Bible says, the spirit of wisdom and understanding. The spirit of God shall rest upon him. The spirit of wisdom and understanding. So there is something called the spirit of wisdom. There is the word of wisdom. There is the gift of wisdom. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's why Colossians 2-3 says, In him are hid all treasures of wisdom and knowledge. It is more than one treasure. They are treasures, but they are all in Christ. Say amen. amen. You know, you should not be quiet this morning. Shout a living amen. amen. Oh, by the way, God bless you one more time. That was fantastic. Hallelujah. I know they did the song during the anniversary or the annual conference, and again, God bless them. You see, they are trying. 
Hallelujah. I'm contemplating joining choir. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I hope I won't spoil all their songs. <laughs> In him are hid all treasures of wisdom and knowledge. So there are treasures of wisdom and of knowledge. So there is the spirit of wisdom that we read. I want us to read from Deuteronomy chapter 34, verse 9. Let me show you something there again. Deuteronomy chapter 34, verse 9. The Bible says, And Joshua the son of Nun was full of the spirit of wisdom. For Moses has laid hand on him. Something happened to Joshua when Moses put his hand on his head. The Bible said that he received the spirit of wisdom. Wow. The spirit of wisdom. Now, when the spirit of wisdom is at work in you, it manifests also in one of these streams. There is a stream of skill. There is a stream of practical common sense. Understanding the issues of life. Relationship with people, how to run family. So, that's how you know there are branches of wisdom. A person can be prudent in handling financial matter, but can be total failure in handling family. So, the family is upside down. Children turning wayward. Yet, the person is able to do things very well in office or to do administrative stuff very well. But God, are you, are you following me? Are you getting me so far? Praise the Lord. So, <laughs> amen. So, there are streams. When Moses put his hand on Joshua, the spirit of wisdom came upon him. It manifested inability to lead. When Saul, Samuel, in 1 Samuel 16, poured the oil on David, the Bible said the spirit of God came upon him from that day onward. But the kind of anointing that came upon David was that of being skillful, which later led to him being able to lead. I get what I'm saying. Because in the same chapter 16, towards the end, then somebody said that, I have found the son of Jesse. A man skillful at playing and then the king called for him. If what to do, whether you run business or you work in, if kings will call for you, an anointing has to be involved. Say amen. amen. The anointing will not cancel the place of diligence and the place of learning. But when it comes upon it, it amplifies it. Say amen. amen. There was no scripture that talked about David being able to play up very well until the anointing came. But it was plain before the anointing, but the anointing did something to his ability to play. Just like in Exodus 31. I want to show you Exodus 31 verse, verse 2. You're going to see this thing again here. This guy. So, now, look at what God said to this guy here. Exodus 31. Let's start from verse 1, but I'm going to verse 2. Exodus 31. Hallelujah. The Lord spoke to Moses saying, go on. So, I have called by name Bezalel, son of Uri, son of Hor, the, the tribe of Judah. Verse 3. I have filled him with the spirit of God in wisdom and in understanding and in knowledge. In no manner of workmanship. Woo. That was the guy that designed Aaron's garments. Oh, there is so much saints. I mean, telling us, if we live at the level of God and need our God and need all those things, you will not enjoy the beauty of Christianity. Christianity is deep. We can show the world the God that they cannot see because he lives in us. Say amen. amen. You know what this guy did? You know, I said it for service. Interpretation is a serious issue, and all those who do business, they understand. Many times you go to a tailor, when you talk, you have a picture of what you want. Make the shirt to be like this. Make the clothes to be like this. 
But when the tailor finishes and you go collect your clothes, say, this is no work. <laughs> That's able find many times. Whatever you do, you have clients. When they are telling you what they want you to do, they have a picture in their heart of what they want you to do. But you see, because you don't live inside them, you might not see. And when you to tell them to do something for you, you are explaining. If I say a black car now, that a black uh, Toyota Camry, even if I write on the board a black Toyota Camry, what you will see in your imagination is a black, you have the picture of the car. Am I right? You know what is Camry. It will come like a, like a kind of picture, like a kind of image. But I've just written it in words. That's the way we are. But see, this guy was not on the mountain when God told Moses how the priest clothes should be. He was not on the mountain with Moses. When God, Moses actually saw, what happened was that when Moses was on the mountain for 40 days, he saw, in, he saw the uh, uh, table stand, the seven lamp, lamp stand of gold, the Ark of Covenant, all the things that that tabernacle, they were in heaven. They were duplicated later on earth. So that was how God said to Moses that see that you build according to the pattern you are seeing right now. That is in Hebrews 2 and 3. So Moses actually duplicated the tabernacle of heaven on earth. So those two angels standing, are the two anointed ones standing before the God of the earth. The Ark of Covenant is in heaven. Revelation, the Bible said that the Ark of Covenant of God was seen in his temple in heaven. So, so Moses copied from heaven and he brought it to earth. But Moses saw it for 40 days and he wrote down what he saw. Then he saw this bezala and he told the guy that this is how to make it. The guy captured the picture perfectly. That is the spirit of wisdom at work. I am not just sharing. I believe by the spirit of God, people will think you're strange because you are. Because the interpretations of their art will bring it out perfectly. Yeah. All clients are looking for someone that can do this for them. Even when they cannot explain what they want. When it comes to consulting for people, they don't know what they want. But you can interpret because the spirit of God dwells in you. So God had to tell Moses that, I have shown you something on the mountain. If a man will do it on earth, he must be baptized with the spirit of wisdom. For ordinary man cannot do this. The things of the evil cannot be fabricated now by a natural man. Says so I have to annoy the man. Don't you think you need this in your places of work? Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. If you read for that, that chapter, you're going to see that even God said that some women, the women who came to make the garment in the temple, also gave them the spirit, because they were going to repeat evil's pattern. And the spirit of wisdom came upon them. But this is an interesting thing. Are you born again? Are you born again? If you believe it, shout a loud yes. yes. <laughs> Christ is in you, right? Yes, and the Bible says in him are all treasures. Oh. I want to show you a passage. One stream is being skillful. There is a stream of doing great and mighty things. And it is connected to wisdom also. Luke chapter 6, verse 2. Look at what it said about Jesus Christ. Luke 6, 2. Hallelujah. You know, people will think they will see you as an ordinary person wearing t-shirt and jeans with them, but the result coming from your life will be strange. Amen. Shout a living amen. amen. Oh, fashion designers are rising from this place. They are not of this world. Consultants are rising from, rising from this place. They are not of this world. Bankers are rising from this place. They are not of this world. Doctors are rising from this place. They are not of this world. Glory to God. Look at... And the Bible says, certain Pharisees, so, okay, oh, sorry, Mark 6 to Mark, Mark chapter 6. Thank you, Mark 6. 
Are, are you following me? <laughs> oh, dear Lord Jesus. Amen. When I said it, then we come back to Mark says, And on the Sabbath they began to teach in the synagogue, and many hearing him were astonished, saying, From where is. Ah, go on. So where, this man had this wisdom. Which, which wisdom is given to him? Even such mighty works are wrought by him. When the spirit of wisdom is working, at times it leads to mighty works being done on earth. What is coming from you so mighty that it cannot be explained? So this is not limited to skill. It is in producing. And a good example I'm going to give you is Jacob in Genesis chapter 30. I'll read something to you from Genesis 30 verse 36. Then we'll read 31 verse 10. We'll know something from there. Genesis 30 verse 36. Are you following me? You see, I'm telling everybody, if you are a Christian, you ought not to complain. Ah, I told them for service. It grips me when they can't rely on a Christian. How can you be dispensable in your office? And I've I, I, I told them some, and I'm, I'm telling everybody here, listen to me very well. If you don't have self-control, you cannot be successful. Self-control will give back to discipline. You need to be a disciplined person. Oh, some years back, even here in the church, I said that I wanted to do something, looking for a caterer. At times, when you give job to a Christian caterer, you made a mistake. And when you... <laughs> one of them came after all the guests had left. All the guests are, and And any Christian who has not killed excuses in your life, you will not rise to the level God wants you to rise to. When something is given to you, can the person who gave to go and sleep? Are you that dependable? It is part of our Christian nature. The salvation of your soul is the signature of it shows on what you are given to do. How can a Christian be given something to do that you do it anyhow? You are interested in the money you want to collect. And I told people that say, this is what self-control will do to you. If your primary goal is to make money, you can't be successful in God's way. At times, or every time, satisfaction of customers. When they are loyalty first, sometimes you have needs bombarding you, it is true. When they give you the first project, don't squeeze your need out of it. It's insufficient. A Christian doesn't behave that way. So you buy substantial things so that you can make more money because you have in. This is why I said that last week. Don't make decisions that will put you in tight corner. When you are under financial pressure, you can't think straight. And don't take a decision that will take you there. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because you are going to get their spirit and all you think of is... And I gave them a very powerful example. See, a good name, the Bible says it's better than silver and gold. You can apply that to business. When they mention you and what to do, what does it mean to people around? Someone that will disappoint? Pastor Botola, you go and do faith seminar in London, they will give you to white the sound, because they can't get sound from Nigeria to UK. So they will get a white company to supply the microphone and the rest. Say, it will be in this hotel room. The service will be 10 o'clock. By 5 or 6, they will call. We have left our workshop now. By 6.30, they will call. We have the venue now. By 7.30, they will call. We, have set, we are setting up now. By 8, they will call you. We are test, testing now. By 8.30 or 9, they will call you that your sound is ready. One hour or two hours to the program. After some three years of having a program, they made a mistake. They gave it to a Nigerian guy one time. He came two hours late into the program, bringing sound. And when he came, because Pastor he started speaking Yoruba. Oh, God. And he began to offer his explanation as we got to shop. And, you know, that... 
Hallelujah. Where were you? We gave a lady, what are they program somewhere? Give a lady money to do care for us. She billed us like, and we managed to pay all the bills. She was a student like us, so she was one of the believers. And on the day of the program, you <laughs> will remember, our king was not ready. I know we're asking her that why. I should not for us, not for anybody. That no light, and the king would. And I'm looking at her like this. As if we begged her to do it for us. You know, she was taking advantage of us because we're Christians. We're not going to fight, we're not going to do anything. So he was in bold face. No light. What is our business with that? You, you understand? You know, some, some people expect others to understand the excuses. If they were doing that out there, most of the program you are done, TV, imagine they want to play La Liga. The guy that will open the dressing room. See, see, my wife didn't give me food in the morning. So we started arguing. We now went to see her pastor. So, I'm. <laughs> When they said the match is 7.45, nothing which, I want to notice. I didn't know man be so. Don't they have family challenges also? Why have they risen above it? Have you seen CNN? Saying that, you see, we are sorry today. <laughs> Our reporter has said the key. <laughs> Until you start thinking like that, that these are human beings also. They fall sick also. They have excuses also. They have family also. But to play at the highest level, you must bury excuses. If you're a Christian, think about what I have said just now. Really. If somebody gives you something to do and he says that, if you ask for to come on Wednesday, do anything. If a Chinese man disappoints you two times, in the Asian Chinese, you will commit suicide. You know, suicide is not common here. <laughs> we are wiser. African man, we manage. Ah, we're waiting now. <laughs> okay, I said it's ready today. Then come tomorrow now. And, you know... <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you, are you following me? Praise the Lord. Okay. See, this is deep. Laban had changed Jacob's salary. When this thing is functioning in you, you cannot be submerged by anybody. So Jacob came up and he changed the plan. Laban. Laban was a very, uh, a very, very big time con man. Laban will employ you and they will tell you that your salary will be 400000 on paper. But coming in, they will tell you that we are deducting tax of 70000 And eventually, by your take-home will be like 200000 That's Laban for you. But we will not say that during the interview. When you have signed that you are receiving the job, then all kinds of hidden charges. Oh, Chinese are experts in doing that. Hidden charges. It's common in New They will tell you that this hotel room is this amount. When you want to pay, you see Charges coming out. Yeah. There was one time that I, I went for something, so I went through New York. So when I was going by, I had to pass through New York because I was using JFK. And the old hotel, that was about, that was even last year or this year, I said, the old, the old price for the hotel should be, on paper, should be about 30000 But I said, well, I'm just staying one night there, so I stayed. But by the time I wanted to pay, 30% tax, when they added everything, it went like, my heart, my heart became, and I said, dear Lord Jesus, you know I don't spend like this. You just have to help me. Even though I had the money, I was just angry. What kind of, just to pass the night and to go to the airport the following morning. I still go ahead my cry. Then his brother-in-law came, who was in New York, came to visit me. And he gave me a book. 
Mr. Pastor, this book will bless you. And he left. When he left, then he called later. He said, well, I gave you a book because I wanted to give so you might not want to receive. He said, check, pay something, you'll see something there. When I checked, I saw there were 200 or 400 dollars. I said, oh, God, thank you. <laughs> so I felt like, okay, should I come to this hotel again? So this is a miracle place. Are you? <laughs> Are you with me? Praise the Lord. Laban told Jacob all that. So the Bible says, um, and Jacob took rods of green poplar and of Ezel, and he peeled it. Now, if you look at this story, because of time, we have a dedication to do, so I want to start writing it now. You, you understand the whole thing? Laban would say, I'll pay you. He first started with the daughter. Jacob said, I'm going to work for you for seven years, and I want Rachel. He said, no problem, deal. <laughs> so they made the guy to dance very well on the wedding day. Dance until he was tired. Then they gave him wine. Then he went to sleep. Then they brought Leah, the first bastard of Rachel. And there's something about you as a man. If, 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 they, if we truly desire one woman, another woman cannot stop you for that woman. So they gave him Leah. When he woke up in the morning, he had slept with her. So like, ah, 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 <laughs> no be you. I know my wife. If you love your wife so much, even if they are twin sisters like Sarah and Rebecca, you will identify them. If you are dating one or if, if you are dating a person that's, that's a twin and she has a twin sister and you cannot differentiate the two of them, you are not in love. Love is powerful. It will open your eyes. <laughs> if they stand and you don't know which one is your wife, if I, I won't join you as a pastor. I will tell you that you don't love them. If you love them, you will be able to take, no matter how identical they are, if you are in love, you will see what all of us cannot see. As a matter of fact, let me tell you, no matter how identical twins are, if your heart is panting after one of them, even before asking them out, you will know that one. Ask those who are falling in love before they will tell you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you, are, are you with me? Okay, so <laughs> when he woke up and he saw it was Leah, then the story started. And then the father said, You see, in our tradition, the firstborn cannot, second cannot marry before firstborn. You're asking for second born. But what will happen to firstborn? Okay, he said, okay, you know what? I'm going to stay. That time they were allowed to marry as many. He said, okay, I'm going to do another seven years for her. And then he said, another seven years for her. And Laban, he said, Laban changed my wages ten times. The agreement was changed ten solid times. And eventually, Jacob saw that at this rate, I will have nothing. Except there is, except something descends from above. This guy will box me into a tight corner forever. I will never build a family. So, this happened. They did not understand why Jacob was doing what he was doing. If he were there, that would be asking that, oh boy, what are you doing? He was with the sheep every day. But on this particular day, he woke up in the morning. And as they were about to mate, he took a tree and he peeled it. So the inside was white or, 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 or white. Just peeled it. And he put spotted stuff on it. On it. And they put it before where they would come and drink water and they would mate him. And the Bible says that as the animals were mating and looking at that spotted stuff, plain sheep were given back to spotted sheep. That cannot be explained by any natural law. Because Laban has said, okay, you know what? So Jacob too, told Laban one day. Laban did not know that Jacob had entered a realm of wisdom beyond that of man. He said, you know what? Don't pay me money. Let the spotted animals be my wages. 
And Laban, being a very corny man, when he heard that, he ran to the farm and he counted the animals. <laughs> Let's say he had like 200,000. Out of 200,000, only maybe 60 were spotted. The rest were playing. He said, good deal, guy. That's what you want? I like that deal. But he did not know where Jacob was coming from. He that is from above is above all. He used his human calculation and he said, okay, fine. Ah, I'm sure he told this one when he got to that. This boy, ah, I think he said if I don't learn a few tricks from me, but the guy is still a fool. I was even planning to give him 100 sheep, but he said he wants to spot it. No, spotted at just 11. That good. The next year, about six months after, to one year, Laban looked. <laughs> the figure had changed. And they asked, what did Jacob do? Nothing illegal. He just put it, animal. So he said spotted, and they were given back to spotted. Where did they get this from? Then he told his wife what happened. Let's read 31 verse 10. Genesis 31 verse 10. Are you following me? Everybody say, wisdom for mighty works. It's one of the streams of the spirit of wisdom. One of the manifestations of the spirit of wisdom. That's one, Genesis 31 verse 10. Genesis 31. Genesis 31, not Genesis 3. Oh, receive wisdom. <laughs> Thank you. And it came to pass at the time that the cattle conceived, that I lifted up my eyes and I saw in a dream, behold, the rams which leap upon the cattle were restricted, speckled and grizzled. And the angel of the Lord spoke to me in a dream. Oh, may you hear the voice of God. Amen. This is the highest form of wisdom. When the spirit of revelation, when God tells you something to do, Jacob sat down in the field there. If you read from the beginning, it's lamentation. He said, rain will be falling, I will be under the rain. It was beating me. He said, under the sun, the sun will dry me up. He was talking to the two sons of Laban. He said, your father practically forgot me and maltreated me. He said, when lion killed a sheep, I bought the cost. Your father will say that, you know what? I'm removing from your salary. Have you worked in offices like that before? Any small thing. He said, so your father expected me to go and face lion. He said, thus I was under your father dying. He said, but one night an angel of the Lord appeared to me and in the vision I saw that the animals that were climbing, the female ones were spotted and spotted children were being born. And said, God, I have seen all Lebanon. It was in that night that I received a formula that I practiced in chapter 30. Are you getting what I'm saying? He said the story before he showed the act. He got that formula that night. By the wisdom of God that was superior to other wisdom, it showed him that you can turn plain animals to spotted animals if you do this. Oh, you can be the least up somewhere. God can show you the way to the top. Wisdom for he saw it. And that was how everything changed. By the time Laban saw it, his children were grumbling. He said, Jacob had taken away all our father's wealth. How did he do it? Superior wisdom. The Pharisees saw it in Jesus. I read something about Abraham. Abraham was about the first person in the Bible that dug a well. All that people practicing nomadic kind of farming then were taking the animals around. And the animals will walk a long distance and get tired. Something told Abraham one day. that See, it's very easy for us to understand now. But in those days, it would take a superior to understand that under the ground there can be water. So the Philistines came to struggle for the well he dug. And when Isaac was born, the same thing. 
God is still showing people that which is not normal to natural eyes. By the spirit of wisdom. That's why we pray, Lord, and Lord, open my heart. Give me the spirit of wisdom and of revelation. So I am saying to everybody under the sound of my voice, since the Bible says in Christ are hid all treasures of wisdom, whether it is the wisdom for being skillful, Daniel added in the area of administration, whether it's the area that you, you finish a work, it looks like an angel has done it, and it is possible. You see, it was the anointing on David that made those guys want to lift up a spear and kill 800 people once. They became experts in fighting. Remember, they came to him as beggars and destitutes. 1 Samuel 22, in the cave of Adullam. But the next we're going to see that they became so mighty, so skillful, because they were around a man that was anointed with oil. The anointing is powerful, and that, that was what, when Moses wanted to die, he felt that, Joshua, you can't successfully lead three million people until I pass something to it. It's called the spirit of wisdom. And for you, it must manifest in the area of leadership. Did you get that? So it can take on any form. There is wisdom to be a father. It's the same anointing, but it can manifest that way. Hallelujah. Amen. There is the wisdom to be a wife. Your home is full of peace because of your communication ability. And it's by the wisdom of God. It's in you. It can come out in any form that, that is needed. That's what I'm showing you today. The Bible says, and I'll close with this, the sons of Isaac, you've read about it, 1 Chronicles chapter 12, verse 32. They had understanding of, oh, <laughs> people will pay any money to have this kind of guy to work for them. Understanding of times and seasons. Ooh. You know why that is very deep? The Bible says in Ecclesiastes 9, 11, the race is not to the swift. The battle is not to the strong. Bread is not to the wise. Favor is not to the skillful. Riches not to the men of understanding. But the Bible says time. Time and chance. But the Bible talks about a group of people in the Bible who had understanding. <laughs> Ecclesiastes 5 also says that because man does not know his time, his mysteries are great upon him. I will tell you a mystery today. Hear me very well about this. Everything God created, time is attached to it. Please consider what I'm about to say very well. When there is a time for a fruit to start growing on a tree, there is a time the fruit gets, it's now very ripe. If it is not plucked, it will get rotten and it's wasted. If you are dating somebody and the the relationship is wonderful. There is a time ordained for you. There is a window. It's not a particular day, but a window of a moment that that is the best time for you to marry. When you marry that everything, if you pass that, you can either break up or the marriage might not make sense again. That's the Bible says, seek the Lord while he may be found. God doesn't go anywhere. But see, there are moments. There are, they are called golden moments. There are moments. If you miss your moment encounter, in God's mercy, you have to start the process. He has to progress again for you. And that can take time. When you see a believer who has stayed on the same spot for too long 
I tell you by experience and by the Spirit. Opportunities have been missed. Yeah. God is the time that he tells you to continue to do what you are doing and is watching you. From time to time, it comes for you. Though it lives in you, but it comes to glorify and lift you up. When it comes at that time and you are made some, then there can be a problem. Relocation can turn a man away from God's plan. You are still born again. God does the age and is not angry with you. But that which should happen, by going to Sodom and Gomorrah, Lord said to himself, before he met Abraham, he had not. When he met Abraham, he became rich in cattle. By the time he left Sodom and Gomorrah, he was left with his two daughters again. He had nothing again. Opportunity. This is a voice of wisdom. They are not only in your spirit. At times, they are also in the people around you. At times, it is seasonal. It can be in relationship. And that there can be somebody in your life, when he leaves, there is a problem. Or there can be somebody in your life, the person does not leave, there is no advancement. That's why I said this topic is broad. Oh, there are people who have formed partnership with some people in business until they separate. They will never enter the next level. Now, there are people who have, you have seen this a lot in musicians in Nigeria that started as a group. They decided to split and they ended their career. Nobody's the end of them. How many of them can you count? Am I right? You know, you know, I'm even talking about secular music now. They started as a group of three or four. They decided to go and be singing by the, by the time they separated and started singing on their own, everything went down. Season, plan, time. But the sons of Isaac knew. <laughs> They could tell Israel. The Bible said that they could tell Israel what to do. Wow. Every time. So if a, one of the sons of Isaac should be living with you, it will tell you when to invest that your money will yield return. And it will tell you when to withdraw your money from the investment. Won't you want to have somebody like that? You might bring a wedding knife. Son of Isaac will tell you, oh boy, you know, tear the idea. <laughs> that you should go and do masters right now. The Bible said that they, they were endowed by the Spirit of God to be able to tell, they will look at anybody in this and they will tell you that this is what you should be doing at this stage of your life. And they were always correct. First Chronicles 12, 32. They could tell anybody what to do. And there were just few of them. If you see other tribe being listed, several of them, but these guys, very few. They were strategic. So at a point in this, everybody was coming to them, come to the house and be like, oh boy, you know what? I'm 34. This one are my girlfriend. What do you think we should be doing? And they will look at you and tell you, whatever you were, if you... <laughs> but you see, I said that to say, the wisdom of the sons of Isaac is in everybody seated there. Because in Christ, all treasures. So Isaac had one treasure. Solomon had one treasure. Jacob had a treasure to multiply business. But in Christ, all the treasures are there. And Christ is in you. Amen. Yes, you won't function in all areas, but any area where you need to function, this thing can come out. Shout a living amen. amen. Hallelujah. I want to say this in conclusion. Everybody, the more you give attention to the word of God, the wiser you become. The Bible says that you have, that you have known the Holy Scriptures which is able to make you wise. The word of God Actually, it has been said that the Bible has some layers. Not that it's covered from everybody, but I will use the word. There are angles which you can study the Bible through and that they can take you deeper. 
and the scholars will say that there are seven angles. Jewish rabbi will say that many times, but that might be for them. But there's something to learn from there. Hallelujah. You can actually study the Bible by just knowing historical facts. You can move to another level and begin to know the meaning of names and stories. The most powerful is to begin to see Christ in every scripture. That's another level. What he was coming to do. And the deeper one is to see the future of the body of Christ in the world. Because that's prophetic in nature. These are dimensions which we can, and I told you before, you will not be able to press into all these things if you are concerned, too concerned about what to eat, what to, that was why Jesus warned specifically, that do not fret about what to eat, what to drink. But I will tell you the truth. If you can put yourself in a situation where you are worried so much about what to eat, what to drink, what to, everybody I said it last week, and when the service ended, I got a lot of messages, and the Lord started telling me again also, I just, sometimes I talk to you like a friend and a brother. Listen to me very well. Do not be under any form of financial pressure. Avoid debts completely. There is no need under the sun to impress anybody. Do not let clothes take your money away. People who saw you yesterday can't remember today what you wore yesterday. Take your heart away from it. Keep your life simple. You are nobody. If you are living in a mini flat now, don't be ashamed. The same will come and visit you there. They will come and visit you in your duplex. Do not build your life in such a way that you have so many people you want to pay. And I'm going to say this to you. This is why at times, out of compassion, want to give money to people very quickly. The best way to help some people, this is hard, is not to give them what they're asking for. When you fall into a ditch and they lift you out, you will never be able to come out of the ditch yourself. If they leave you there and you struggle your way, I'm not saying we do it now. We are even giving food to people. We, we, every week I give to people. But out of 13, I only give to six. I will say that seven don't actually need money. They need wisdom. Some people just need somebody to cancel them. If you give them money, they will repeat the same mistake again. There are those who are, in, who are genuinely in need of help. No doubt about that. But some other people, they are in need of counsel. And anytime I ask this question, sir, somebody says they are paying me 120 at work. I want to start a business. Ask those I've, I've spoken to here. I ask them four questions they cannot answer. You think you just get into business and start prospering. When they are paying you, they've helped you to organize your life. There's a time you resume at work. And there's a job description. When you, when you resign and you want to start, what will be your job description? Have you thought to that level? When I ask many of them, that, so, okay, this is what, this kind of business you want to do. What is your plan? I mean, step by step. If you resign on Friday, on Monday, what is the plan to what that be? They cannot answer. I'll be like, you see, oh boy, Onga, no be small thing. Go back and beg your boss and collect your letter back. That you have, what you have is no plan. You are guessing. And when you guess, you suffer. Hallelujah. But the Bible says, with wise counsel, wage your war. How much have you read about the business you are getting? How many people in that business have you sat down with? I, I told them that this is why our brothers from the East, they only fail in business, many of them. One will come and serve under another one. Because theory is different from practical. 
One will serve under another one for about seven, six, seven, I don't know how many number of years. That will give you a mindset. If you are, you are working in a boutique under somebody and you want to go and establish your own, if you are there for seven years, you will have a mindset of how you think, how clothes, clothing business, how it works. All of us here, we think we know how it works. We don't know. I don't know how it works. You understand? I can mentally answer that Ashebi will we'll go and buy clothes and sell. <laughs> if it were that easy, everybody selling should be rich by now. See, it's, it's not like that. That is an outsider looking at you. think, just like when we want those footballers, we blame them. Like they beat my team yesterday. Ah, oh, you should have played like, you should have played like this. Why are you not there playing? And in secondary school, when you were playing, how many goals did you score? You know, it's very easy to say, oh, there, look at, no. From, from outside, you think it's easy until you step in. And you discover. I told them for service, and that got to me. That taught me a lot. When Patrick was there, he was sharing some testimony, he was telling me, and you know, God was blessing him. He told me some wonderful, and we we're just talking one day, and I, I was just saying that I thought, ah, that I should be selling, because he was selling for a computer, they should be selling, selling latest phone, now it's S9, right? I just thought he should be selling latest phones. I assumed that was what he was selling. That was making money. So if I was to go into phone business, I would have, stopped, I would have filled my shop with latest phone. And I would have suffered. So when I was talking, he was looking at me like this. He said, Bashola, you know, he said, people who, are, people who buy those high graded phones, they order for it. Or they go to some shopping malls. He said, but we are in the market. He said, before you sell one, that, maybe the later that time should be S5 or so, he said, or S6. He said, before you sell one S6, you would have sold 100 techno and all those things. The masses don't buy those things, only few people do. They buy ordinary phones. I said, Kai, if I didn't talk to him and I was to start a phone business, I would think the way to make money in phone business to buy all the latest phones and I would sit down in my shop and start praying against forces of darkness who don't even know my name. <laughs> and so people will occupy me with prayer meeting, buying and lose. All those who are against me. And then you will say that, say, my father too did the business. It didn't prosper. I said, hey, this, this spirit is moving down. <laughs> Whereas spirits don't even know I'm there. It has nothing to do with them. Wisdom is the principal thing. How people jump out without asking questions. It is easier when they've organized your job for you. It is serious work when you have to organize yourself. So all of you that are thinking of leaving your job, please think very well. Be sure be <laughs> think very well. When I talk to people on campus, I still go to UI to preach and some other stuff. This is very soon again. I'm going to be fair. The arrogance of some young people is amazing. It's in final year, I don't want to work for anybody. Ah. Oh. You know, just I just and you do you just assume you know what to do. Wisdom. There's a mindset that every Christian should have. We get into that another day. Let me stop here. Is someone blessed today? Yes, so I have to challenge you like this by talking about things like this. We can't talk about the spiritual and not come. But this, these are the things getting people's attention. Hallelujah. I will not send kids to a school I cannot afford. They can be the best in any school. After I went to public school, secondary school. Now we know it has turned, but people are still coming. If you go to investor about the amount the jambites coming in, some came from public school as well. One of the greatest mistakes, and it has entered some people in the church so that who are you impressing? 
Who are you trying to impress? I have some shoes that I got in some top places. I have some shoes that I got by the roadside. Those roadside zones are finer. And you don't know the difference if I wear. Will somebody be asking you at a dinner that, sorry, did you buy this in shop right or shop left? Nobody's asking you. So why, why are you? I mean, are you, are, we, we are so concerned about these things. If you don't, if you don't get, you should be able to ask a question every now and then. Is it, am I spending on things that are absolutely unnecessary and I can do without? Great people are smart. Reverend Sam Adiemi will never call you on phone. Maybe once in a blue moon. And he won't pick your call. If you send SMS, he will reply. SMS. And I've seen that about some people. Only SMS. That will, first of all, help you to control your time. I answer calls a lot. I tell you, 70% of the calls, they don't make sense. Some people just call you for calling sake. Just be like, I can't, I just call, I should just greet you. Oh, God. You know, one day I was inside this hall, walking up and down prayer. Somebody, when I see calls in the middle of night, I will assume that it's an emergency. That's how are you? Oh, how I felt like saying that. You know, one came to my house like, so are you all right? <laughs> now you're, we are calling in the middle of the night to ask. Somebody called me, one guy here also, 430, oh, Jesus Christ, oh God. Ah, and when you are, what is the problem? No problem. And the auntie said, they told them not to sleep in the house, blah, blah, blah. Just a, a little domestic, just a small issue. And I'll be like, is this why you are calling? And are you in any unit? Can't you call some other people in your unit? This is a problem anybody can solve for you. Even if you stay with somebody for one day till you travel back to wherever you are. That's very simple. People are teaching me. I'm beginning to seriously consider that I should have another number that I keep. Secret. Really? I receive too many calls that are absolutely unnecessary. They are not saying anything. Just call. Just say something. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Somebody calls somebody. somebody I, I think you receive a call at times. Somebody just called you that. Sorry, can you borrow me seven hundred k? Somebody sent me a message on Facebook. I, can you borrow me some money? I say I, I have been seeing you on Facebook. <laughs> a few times I've sent money to people I've never met. If I'm led to, but many times I won't respond to such a call. And I want to say to everybody: If you are putting your life in order financially. This is hard, but I'm going to tell you, I love the truth. If you are putting your life in order financially, don't feel guilty. If you have done the little you can do for people, you can do for people, don't feel guilty for putting your life in order. Is that right? Praise the Lord. Even if we make a call in the church, respond according to your ability. That's what the Bible says. You cannot impress God. Can God at times ask people to give so much? Yes, he can, but be sure it is God. Are you getting what I'm saying? But what the Bible tells is that as God has given, so Bible expects you to give according to your ability, not something that will choke you or not something that you do because you are expecting God to be Godfather of gamblers. That if I give, I will get something back quickly. That is why people are angry and they go on Facebook and be attacking churches or they give expect that something to happen to them. God promises to bless us when we give, yes, but it's as he wills. And if you are too hasty about that, you might not get results. Are you getting what I'm saying? So you owe nobody an apology for trying to put your life in order. You are a child of God. You know the things of the kingdom you should do, but follow God and understand it. This is very, very important. Amen.
If one will do anything in the church and I make an answer, I believe that anybody that should be part of it, you will feel it in your heart that should be part of it. That's why I tell you that go back home and pray. The Lord can tell you what to give and you should obey when he tells you. But don't be under pressure anywhere and don't feel guilty. This has to go. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because when you put your life in order properly, you'll be in a better position to help better tomorrow. There are some things, some legitimate things and some people that you need to say no to now. Even in some cases, some relatives. When you say no to them now, you manage yourself very well. Tomorrow you can give them time ten or what they're asking for today without blinking an eye. But you see, some, when money is at the lowest level and everybody comes to take out of it, you can't develop anything that way. So at times you must have the discipline to say no to people and tell them this no is not a weekend, no, it's for our sake. So that tomorrow, when I get to where I'm going, I can help everybody. Thank you for listening to the teaching. We believe you have been blessed. Worship with us at David's Court, number 25 Mojidi Street, off Touring Street, Ikeja, Lagos. On Sundays, our first service starts by 8 a.m. and our second service by 10 a.m. While our midweek service starts by 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. Go and do great things. God bless you.